Welcome to Drinking with the Devil. I'm your host, Thomas. And I, after speaking with my doctor, have found out that the occasional drink is okay on antidepressants. But again, it's got to be the occasional drink. It can't be every night. Well, I'd say once every two weeks is occasional. And at my rate, every two weeks in one day. Because, again, I'm a day late and a dollar short. And I'm drinking whiskey straight from the bottle. Tonight is Elijah Craig, not sponsored. Wish they would. Ah, yes! I missed it. I love it. I missed it. That being said, ah, you knew it was coming. Let's get into today's topic. People that helped bring paranormal to light. So, as you know, there have been a countless amount of paranormal investigating TV shows out there. I'm going to mention the ones that make me feel like have the most effect on people. And I could be wrong. You may know something I don't. You can always go on the Facebook Drinking with the Devil page and let me know. Also, I now have merchandise. Now, the merchandise is just a t-shirt with the Drinking with the Devil logo and the Dan Deadly logo on the sleeve. You can get it from www.dandeadly.com. The merchandise literally only helps keep the website up. None of that money will go directly into my pocket. Yes, you're paying it. No, I'm not seeing it. It is my way to make us feel more unified, more together. I want you to feel just as much a part of this as I am. Because without you, this show is nothing. So, with a sip of whiskey. Yes, yes. Hey, listen, listen. So with a sip of whiskey in my gullet, let's talk about people that help bring paranormal to light. Ghost adventures. Number one, you can't have a topic of people who have influenced paranormal investigations without bringing up the ghost adventures. So Nick Groff, being my favorite member of the ghost adventures team, was a founding member of the f- and former producer of the Ghost Adventures crew. Nick was in seasons 1 through 10 until, according to The Cold Wire, tensions between he and Zach Baggins finally reached a breaking point. As I did not keep up with their social media accounts, I can say I never saw it coming. They claim it was obvious by the social media presence that was being put forth for the world to see I've had quite a few drinks of my whiskey tonight guys so funny story I've recorded this show once already and the audio was totally shot so now I'm going to do it again 
on my wired mic, I'm guessing the battery in my wireless mic is dying and I don't have a spare on me. But if I slur a little bit, I'm sorry. I didn't expect to have consumed so much whiskey tonight. Aaron Goodwin is one of the OG members and possibly the unlikely fan favorite. Even at times being mimicked by Ghost for his trademark, Whoa! Or, Bro! <laughs> you know, Aaron has become the most relaxed member of the Ghost Adventures team, but not without going through a phase where he could not focus due to having a negative energy follow him to his house. An energy that years later he would return to the house to finally gain closure. <laughs> Might I add, he sold the house to his dad with the negative energy still there. Yeah, you heard me right. Aaron Goodwin sold a house to his father knowing there was a negative energy there. His father, being the gangster he is, was like, I'm bigger and better than this. I'll buy your house. Yeah, Aaron deals with some pretty crazy stuff through his line of work. And his dad was like, yeah, that's nothing. I'd ever tell you about Vietnam. I mean, his dad is just kudos, Mr. Goodwin. You know what? Let me just go ahead and pop one off to you. Oh, I love that. And then we get to Zach Baggins. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard me bag on Zach Baggins. And that's because, yeah, I am a Ghost Adventures fan. I watched every episode so far. Zach Baggins, being the founder of Ghost Adventures crew, was complete he's completely surrounded himself by the paranormal not only does he still star on ghost adventures but he has multiple other paranormal shows including one with eli roth i mean <laughs> that's not enough for this young go-getter no mr baggins also owns and operates a museum of haunted artifacts in las vegas nevada Again, not sponsored. But holding items such as Jack Kevorkian's suicide van, Charles Manson's TV from his jail cell, and oh yeah, can I say a room of nope? He has a room filled with dolls. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Though. So, ugh. Ugh, I hate dolls. So, anyways, back to what I was saying. Mm. So, we know a very, very basic, and I mean basic, biography of uh, the team. Let's talk about the show. So, originally I felt it was one of the best on TV at the time. 
As the seasons continued, it became more and more theatrical. Rumors started to spread that the Travel Channel was insisting on more elaborate proof, even if it had to be faked. No real evidence to back up those claims were ever brought forward. Just saying, please don't sue me. I'm just the messenger, okay? They were never brought forward. My personal belief is that maybe Zack has become too involved with the paranormal. Much like a battery, if it becomes overcharged, it explodes. Could Zack have become a portal causing paranormal events to occur simply because of his presence? Also, as we discussed earlier, Aaron has felt as if he had a negative attachment. Could energy attached to them compromise their investigation? I personally would like to see a pre-investigation with local paranormal investigators to serve as a control. And before you hit me with the Zach Baggins always has someone that did an investigation. No, I want to see the actual investigation. And though there may be psychics listening, I, I know there are psychics listening to my show because I know some of them. Psychics are great precursors. They're good for a rough investigation, but for a finished investigation, you want more scientific. Psychics can give you details to look for that you can then later on prove using the scientific method, and that's how I, that's how I do my personal investigations. I wouldn't allow Zach on an investigation of mine because he screams way too much. It would compromise the investigation. The energy he puts out there with the screaming would basically compromise the investigation. There's no other way of putting it. That's how it is. Taking a sip. Now, we're going to our number two people who brought the paranormal to light the ghost hunters couldn't do the show without ghost hunters absolutely would refuse so my favorite of all time would be Grant Wilson he is a founding member of the Atlantic Paranormal Society he's my personal favorite because of his level headed approach of investigation Unfortunately, due to circumstances, he had to step away from the Ghost Hunters crew. Jason Halls, the other half to Grant, he he continued on. He continued to be the leader, and it, it just never felt the same to me, but I have nothing but the utmost respect for Jason. He and Grant worked together on, at Roto-Rooter, showing their down-to-earth background. And they investigated the paranormal together. It, it was something they started as a joint team. So, I feel like, you know, the chemistry between the two made the investigation that much more just real. So, Jason was active in every season, being the leader. Ghost Hunters was the show that brought paranormal investigations mainstream. 
Before their show came out, most people only knew about Ouija boards or psychics to investigate the paranormal. But being a student of the scientific method, TAPS brought devices to document their findings. EMF detectors, heat detection cameras, EVP recorders, and they grew, so did their gear. They had multiple teams, they split up and investigated alone, and after all was said and done, they would comb through the evidence and compare people's personal experiences. They inspired an entire generation to think beyond our world and look into the unknown. Their down-to-earth approach and fact that no one ever claimed to become possessed by an entity added to the validity of their investigations. I was super excited to hear that Discovery brought them back. Now, it doesn't have Gant Wilson. Um, sadly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sadly, it does not have Grant Wilson. But it does have Jason. It does have David. It does have Tango. God, I hope they hear this show one day. Oh, oh fangirling. Uh, I would just die. But, <laughs> but realistically, I'm super excited to hear that the show is coming back. And yeah, I got Discovery Plus. I'm uh, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. You you know I'm gonna watch it. You just, it's, it's I'm gonna watch it. It's what happens. But our final group that we're going to s- discuss tonight which is a husband and wife team. I will not be separating them as I did the others. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Known as two of the top investigators in the field, Ed, along with his wife, Lorraine Warren, investigated some of the most famous hauntings in American history. The Annabelle Doll, the Amityville Horror House, the Devil Made Me Do It trials, even the Conjuring House, to name a few. Whew. Ha ho, ha ho. That was too big of a gulp. There are some that claim the stories told by Ed and Lorraine Warren were embellished to make for a better storytelling. You know, that's how it happens sometimes, unfortunately, guys. And that's where the skeptics come in and make our lives just and imaginably hell because we try to explain a situation and then you have Ed and Lorraine Warren who are jumping in and the devil is in everything so you know it makes it hard for us guys but one of the claims made against them is the family from the conjuring house were in an altered state of mind claiming drugs and treatments from cancer caused hallucinations. The journalist that made the claims that Ed told him, the journalist made the claims, sorry, that Ed told him to make, make it entertaining. So without actual evidence in favor or against the Warrens beyond somebody saying, Ed told me, I'll have to take them at face value. As I'm not a fan of the Warrens, I feel it's best to say, even if their investigations were less than authentic, they told an amazing story. 
Now, that being said, I'm gonna have to take a sip before I say this one. In the event that Ed and Lorraine Warren were 100% truthful with all the evidence they brought forward. In the event. I'm not saying they were. I'm not saying they were not. I don't know. I was not there. In the event, I would like to say that... They have had some of the most influential paranormal investigations ever. Two of the most famous houses in haunting history center around the same couple. That's pretty amazing. Now, I've not spoken to, but I've heard stories from people who've lived in the Amityville Horror House. And they say it's nothing like that. I've not really looked into the Conjuring House because, you know, that's just not what I do. I don't, I don't look into stuff that doesn't actually affect me. But, you know, being a Ghost Hunters fan, and I'm, yes, I'm looking this stuff up right here in front of you. Because sometimes I like to learn as I continue I like to learn as I speak with you. So, officialghosthunters.com. There we go. So, being a Ghost Hunters fan, Dave and Tango. I'm I'm gonna say this in my sexy voice, so y'all y'all get ready. The original team leader, Jason Halls, is getting the team back together. The series that launched Paranormal TV is finally back on the air. Ghost Hunters returns later this year with original team members Jason Halls, Steven Gonzalez, Dave Tango, and Shari Benedetti. I slaughtered her name. For over a decade, the Ghost Hunters team stalked the creepiest and dankest... I think that's supposed to be Han Darkest, but it says dankest and I love it. Houses on the search for signs of the paranormal they're now back and better than ever on discovery plus not sponsored should be because i just gave you a lot of free publicity so my boy grant is still going to be absent and i will live with that because in a time when ghost adventures is pretty much the only show you can go to I'll accept you know just old school Jason I really will um let's see paranormal lockdown you know Nick Groff my boy my favorite paranormal investigator today so paranormal lockdown was a show that Nick Groff did with Katrina Weidman. Now, you know, I've already said it multiple times, I do not believe in using a psychic as definitive proof. 
they are great for getting the baseline. But I always enjoy when, you know, it's better documented. It's more than just a person because people are fallible. But Katrina, when she says she feels something, now she is a medium. When she says she feels something, I'm apt to believe her. Um, she's really good at what she does, in my personal opinion. I've never met her, God willing, and the creek don't rise. Maybe one day I will. But she did Paranormal Lockdown, Portals to Hell with Jack Osborne, who blows my mind. Because I watched the Osborne. He was a snotty little shit. And seeing him do Paranormal Investigations blows my mind because he is very just no BS it's like dude wow <laughs> he, he blows my mind wow I didn't realize how much stuff Katrina has been in so she's been in Real Fear 2 The Truth Paranormal Lockdown Real Fear The Truth Paranormal State Portals to Hair Paranormal Lockdown again Oh, Paranormal Lockdown, UK. That's the difference. Uh, the Last Apartment. And, yeah. So, Haunted Salem Live. That, i, I never seen that one. Um, wow, that had a long, oh my god. So, I don't know, because honestly, I don't know, but if you've ever seen, let's see, yes, oh my goodness, so, have you ever seen The Ghost Brothers? I love watching The Ghost Brothers, they crack me up. Um, Jawan Mass, Marcus Harvey, Dalen Spratt, they, I wouldn't allow them on my personal investigations because they scream way too much. And I'm pretty sure Marcus got a girlfriend at a funeral. I'm just saying he, he may not, he may not have, but I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> they are amazing. I love to watch their shows, but unfortunately because their show is I don't even think it's still on the air anymore uh, yeah two seasons 2016 they got gypped And yeah, like I said, you can go all day. You've got Ghost Lab, Ghost Asylum, with the Tennessee Wraith Chasers. I actually like Ghost Asylum, I'm not going to lie. Their attempt to catch the paranormal and release it to where it's not in a bad location, I, I, I actually appreciate. You've got... Dead Files, I'm not a fan of. Haunted Live. Most Haunted, I'm not a fan of. 
I mean, knock knock ghost. I don't even. I'm gonna get y'all some information on knock knock ghost. So it's a TV series starting in 2014. Ah, reality television series in Canada. So that's why I've never. Oh, never heard of them. My lord. This whiskey is treating me a little raw tonight. But that's alright. <laughs> you know, you know. Ugh. Guys, make an informed decision on yourself via which ghost investigations you like your decisions can only affect the people around you but when it comes to something like if you like Zach Bagans you like Zach Bagans don't let my personal opinion on him change the way you view him if you like Ed Lorraine Warren you might know something I don't Find me on Facebook, Drinking with the Devil. I'm more than willing to discuss any and all situations with you, whether it be paranormal investigation, or if we go a little bit deeper and we discuss how you're feeling today. It doesn't matter. I'm here for you, and without you, I would not have this. That being said, this being my second attempt at recording this episode, I have a pretty good buzz going on. <laughs> so I'm going to say, I love you. Please continue your mental health regimens, whether it be medication, yoga, med. I already said medications, but now I'm saying meditations. So, don't get confused, because I know you. You hear what you want to hear. But, please guys, take care of yourself. I'm here for any and every one of you. Anytime you need me. Just find me on either Facebook. Go on www.dandeadly.com I have a contact us area. Or, you can reach me at reachus at dandeadly.com that's r-e-a-c-h-u-s at dandeadly.com take care of yourself I'm I'm adamant and I'm serious on that one I want you to meditate I want you to continue taking any medications your doctor prescribes until they tell you to you don't need any more um, apparently that is an option with my wealth future. One day I may get to a point where I just don't need it anymore. And that would be great. It really would. But until that day comes, I'm going to take it every day. And I'm going to reduce my drinking to only when I'm on my show with you guys. I love y'all. Take care of yourselves. And please feel free to interact with me on the Facebook page. I would love to have any of you 
as a guest host. Whether you just want to talk about paranormal or you just... I don't care. I don't care. I'll have you on. We can talk about ghosts. We can talk about aliens. We can talk about Pokemon. I'll have to get my son for the Pokemon because I'm not very wise when it comes to Pokemon. But we can talk about it. It doesn't matter. I'm here for you. And I just hit my microphone because I couldn't see it. It's in the shadows. So, that being said, I love you. Take care. I hope to hear from you soon. This is Thomas Hayden signing off for Drinking with the Devil. Mm-hmm.